Welcome to the Curious Curiosity Podcast, a place where Sab and Abhi discuss their journey of self-growth and share tips and tricks that they have figured out on the way to lead a more fulfilling life. Hi, Sab. How are you? Good, man. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing great, man. I finally... After our conversation last uh, time about long distance running, I did my half marathon mm. uh, uh, last month. It was it was good. I did the Toronto Marathon in Vancouver, the tw- mm. half marathon. Like I did 21K, so it was super cool. It was good practice for for the full marathon that I'm planning to do next year. So so it's been great. It's been great. How's 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 your uh, workout uh, coming about? I know you you've been running a lot lately as well. Yeah, yeah. And first, I think I took your advice on the or the things you talked about last time on the how the feet helps the ground, how to be mindful of that. So I've been trying to incorporate that, how the basically the middle of the foot is what we talked about, right? Feels mm-hmm. when you hit the ground. So honestly, like my performance has gone up a lot. I've, I've shaved a lot of minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned this last, when I started running, I was running 5K in like 60 minutes. Now I'm like mm-hmm. at 42 minutes. So my goal is to be in the 30s, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's improved a lot. Uh, I think the chat, I think one thing I want to ask you is like, I think when I try to run faster, I actually end up running slower. You know, and do you experience the same? Like, I'm trying to push myself too much and not just live, do the natural way of running. Like, like, um, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, I end yeah. up running slow because I can get more tired because long distance running is like an endurance thing more than a sprint, right? Right, exactly. So, that the saying goes, right? It's like a marathon and not a sprint. So, so yeah. like, w- normally I, I was also doing the same mistake. I start off my runs like mm. really fast and then I get burnt out and then you're. Yeah your breathing is out of whack, your body yeah. is way more tired and then like you're not in like yeah. a good flow to like continue. Uh, so now uh, I, I take, I, I, when I run, I get take guided runs from Nike app. Uh, yeah, so Nike, like yeah, Mike yeah. Bennett, Nike yeah. Be- Mike Bennett, who's like the head coach for, uh, head coach for Nike. Uh, he gives like a really good ride, guided workouts for running. So mm. I think one thing he always says is uh, make sure your first of your run is slower than the second half of your run. So like, and especially like the third quarter of the race is where he like wants you to pick yeah. things up because at the yeah. end of the race, you normally pick things up. So, so just uh, making sure like starting the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes, like slowly, is like the best thing, uh, you know, you can, you can do to uh, like improve your run. But otherwise, like I see myself like starting off really fast and then like getting burnt out uh, in the middle and then like not even having the energy to finish the run. Yeah. I think, uh... I think that's why I just took a note of that. I think it's very important because I think if you're trying to finish the run in a certain time, you won't always want to run. Like if took like eventually if you're like, I don't know, like if you can think about this, like if you're running at a certain time and then the energy drains as you run more, right? Like because energy is constant, correct? So mm-hmm. if you really have fired amount of energy and you're running the first half much quicker, then I'm assuming you'll all struggle in the second half, right? So I think that's a very important advice I'll take. Because I think I'll take it for my sprint triathlon, which I've been doing. So Hopefully, um, um, I can improve my run times with just that, like focusing on the cadence, and, like natural way of running, mm-hmm. and not changing in midway during the run, and then uh, and then less so of panic, and then kind of like get the second split faster than the first split. So like saving your energy for the second split, you know. Right, right, absolutely. So how, how's your how's your triathlon uh, training coming about? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I uh, I think I want to talk about it in another episode down the line. But uh, honestly, like my recovery has been great. You know, the, the str- for me, the goal of my 
or my main ambition with the running uh, the triathlon is to last the run like any training i do any exercise i do is to last the run mm-hmm. that's what i've been focusing on it's been good i'm my uh, my sprint in my gym is on december i do it between december 11th and 14th so awesome hopefully a couple of months we'll be able to talk about it but it's it's three it's three weeks from now so maybe we talk about it in january in episode um right. but uh, i'm enjoying it you know i think it's like losing a lot of weight i'm definitely enjoying how to push myself and run fast and just just trying new things you know right and it's definitely right. addictive to do these things i feel nice i i i would love to do a triathlon yeah. uh maybe next year the year after that so i would definitely i'm looking forward to hearing you speak about your experience there because i suck at running as i told you before i suck yeah. at i mean not running like swimming right I, yeah. i suck at swimming i cannot swim for shit yeah. so maybe like i definitely wait to for that episode uh yeah. to see how how your experience was and one more one more update which i wanted to give before we head into today's podcast is uh i've been vegetarian for like a month now okay so, okay. Uh, okay so it's been it's been like going really well uh, yeah. i've been like I've I've not completely turned vegan in the sense I still eat drink uh, a little bit of milk like once or yeah. twice every week and like yeah. a couple of eggs like each week as well very less because it's hard yeah. to like you know uh, not have those foods and like what are we eating especially when like you're cooking for two people like some you cooks for me or like I I cook yeah. uh, every now and then so it becomes hard not to have those but uh, it's been good man it's been good it's been lightening my yeah. stomach uh, yeah. I've been like a lot feeling a lot lighter already uh, it's not hard on my stomach that's the first difference i feel but it's been great until now i can't wait to see how it goes awesome awesome i'm glad to hear that okay sounds good so let's start today's episode so today's yeah. episode uh, as we spoke about last week was we just want to discuss about uh, your interest in sports i want to know more yeah. about like sure uh, you know i know you've done a lot lot in sports just know more about your love for sports and what sports have uh, taught you in particular i think you've sure. played multiple different sports yeah. uh, we we played a bunch of basketball back back in school last year so i just want to like discuss about that uh, so uh, with that like let's start off like can you can you share start sharing about your ex- first experience with sports right was it in school was it in yeah. college like can you start sharing some details on that please sure i think the first experience that i remember with sport is probably playing cricket in my building you know man you know like yeah. i think uh, we used to have a compound and there used to be a wall so we drew three wickets on the wall and then mm-hmm. we bowl at it bat at it i think that's when i really got interested and then as a child i i said i watched a lot of cricket so uh, i think watching it and seeing what the athletes are doing made me more curious to go try it out mm-hmm. on the field that's when you realize like sometimes you physically uh, you need to improve on certain things to be a better cricketer So uh like for example like I'll see all these guys like smash the ball outside the stadium and I'm like I can do that to me realize like I don't have a strength yet so the curiosity drove me to go try different things build different things but um yeah my first real experience was playing cricket as a child I think like even the age of the one I remember I think is like when I was 6 or 7 in my compound and then I played cricket uh, very let's say religiously till grade 8 like I joined the academy I went on tours uh, I used to live in Oman so I went to tours to Dubai I played for my school so I think the cricket was like uh that that first big experience and then um in grade 9 grade 10 I think I switched towards basketball uh because uh, of my height and also like I just felt like I wasn't making the team in cricket so I switched to basketball to like try new things and also just to see if I could make the team you know so 
uh, my my curiosity my i think my drive was more to make a team rather than to play a sport you know what i mean just to mm-hmm. like i initially that was my drive was to make a team or be a part of a team environment or sport and this i think it was just a, it was just a sense of validation i wanted you know and i swear i think i was playing basketball at the same time like i was playing every sport i was still playing cricket i was playing table tennis from my house badminton from my house and my parents really uh, foster the culture that you have to try and participate till you know what you want to do right. so i just like even though was, basketball is was my main sport i just kept trying different sports i played badminton in a school like inter school level I played uh, volleyball in inter school level but basketball was a sport that dominated my my interest or my my i would say like my drive and from initially from a sense of validation it became to a sense of like like i really want to win you know like i really wanted to the competitive drive drove me and all those things and then from grade uh till so high school i played basketball i think uh, that's my main sport and then uh, in college i didn't really play anything like i just worked out all the time but i followed every sport and uh that's when i picked up watching american football and um and then when i moved to dubai from the us i started playing it like i played it for four years um you know i'd say you know there's a league between different teams in the country and i was playing there and it was like it's a championship trophy and stuff and you played and for me there the goal of playing that sport was to firstly i wanted a, a sense of community in um in dubai and also this, i just felt like playing a sport is my comfort zone i watch it i i study it i just like it's my comfort zone so i went with it uh and then now like i'm training for the sprint triathlon right and but even though i'm playing one main sport at a time i'm also always doing small small like i'm also playing other sports like and that's why i probably haven't been extremely i haven't been a sportsman i would say a sports person because even though i'm playing one sport i'm also like trying different things and that's more to do with like my curiosity to try and see how i feel about different sports right so right this summer i played softball i played tennis and i never played uh softball and tennis last summer so i just kept playing it so for me it's just like it's just the curious interest of what it makes me feel at the moment how i feel and all this and to be honest i still don't know what i've like i can't put pick one concrete reason on why i play this sport you know and i think and, and that's why i think i continue to play sports and watch it is because i want to figure out what it is motivates me to do this you know so that's just been my thought process with sports and uh, yeah i follow my my i think you can see in the background of it's a video my favorite sports team is liverpool um big soccer fan watching it uh and stuff so yeah this is just my nutshell and to summarize like i still haven't figured out the reason why i play these sports but i know what it makes me feel and i can talk about what those feelings are and those moments i felt over the past few years you know for sure like yeah. i think yeah i think uh, you touched upon a lot of things which i wanted to talk about about uh the sports you played the sports you loved and why you wanted to play these sports in the first place you wanted to get into a team uh, yeah. that uh, and that was your primary driving factor uh and then like i know you're a big liverpool liverpool fan you just went to the liverpool building and then like the sports yeah. arena i suppose like i am i am yeah. i have like i'm a novice in football i have no clue about football yeah yeah in the i know but yeah so i, I know it's a big deal big deal yeah. for you i but... can't pinpoint a primary reason you know like it's just like a bunch of reasons but i can't pin around and that's why i think i continue to play and watch this around like i want to figure out what what it makes me feel and i think right. the amazing thing about sports is it makes me feel good at that moment and that's it and that's maybe the reason is that at that moment like, i feel i feel good I feel content you know what, what like 
seeing what makes you content in the sense is it is it the teamwork do you enjoy individual sports or like team sports or is it like the aspect of winning that you know that yeah that you feel good about you know i think sports is one place where the mind body and soul is very tested you know they can be physically in place mentally in place and also spiritually i think you have to feel something to continue to come and play a sport again and i think sport is one place where i felt all three you know like for example at a stationary working desk i'm physically not i don't feel as connected but mentally and emotionally i think i feel connected right but in sport i'm tested in all three fronts and it's it's like i'm made to realize how i feel and i know that i reflect on it and maybe that's the reason i and i think that's maybe the reason why i feel so connected is that every time i go and play sport and at the moment i feel that those three sensations you all talk about mind body and soul is always tested and i'm all and made to feel how my body feels my mind feels and spiritual feel so that's 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 that thing that's the connection you know to sport you know and i haven't felt anywhere else uh like that you know you know hmm. that's thinking about it that's 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 absolutely true Yeah. like for example like one of the one of the best sportsmen that i can think of is like eliud kipchoge and that guy like mm-hmm. how he broke two hours for yeah. a marathon and then like it was more of a solo sport right like yeah. you know that guy like he had to do it all by himself like running yeah. he had a lot of help uh, yeah. in running but like it's he had to do it by himself yeah uh, and i could resonate with you on what you're saying about mental physical and emotional uh, you know uh, torture that you have to go through to perform really really yeah, well yeah. in that sport or like and it's pushing the limits right you push the limits right correct so do you so, enjoy individual sports or like say uh, over team sports for example like football even though you're yeah. pushing it's a team game like even if one person is pushing every, every like to his or her maximum doesn't matter you don't win still you still need like a bunch of other members to do the same for you um i think as i've gotten older i've realized even a team sport is an individual sport in the in like in in the, in the definition that like like let's say you're running a marathon like the, the measure of success for some people is or let's say i'm running a triathlon the measure of success is how much how fast i can do the sprint triathlon in a certain time right mm-hmm. whereas if i'm playing basketball i don't want to see my team wins right so the diff- the goals are different right mm-hmm. but it's still an individual in the sense that you have to feel your body you have to feel your mind you have to feel your emotions right and even in in the end of the team sport it's still an individual contribution right so there's still individuality in those mm-hmm. uh things so i just gravitate towards the sport because i think it just tests me in all three fronts you know and and the other things that test people too like i think about this like um like driving like you can drive physically emotionally mentally but you're not tested to the extreme physically right you're just driving you know what i mean or like let's say you're talking to someone like not tested physically but emotionally mentally it could be right and i think for sports is such a like a labor, like labor, labor intensive activity that yeah. it's just like i just gravitate to them like i can literally i think i learned so much about myself you know and, and that's why i like playing it more than watching it like even when i watch it i'm like why why am i not playing it because like i feel like i like I'm, I'll, i'll know more about myself you know right so like I know you briefly mentioned about the different sports that you play uh, yeah. that you like tried out uh, like can you like beyond football is there any other, like say like three sports that you follow like rigorously like yeah uh, what all do you do you do you follow 
So I would say the, the biggest sport I follow is probably Liverpool. Like Liverpool is my favorite sports team. I follow football the most. Then I follow college football with Ohio State Buckeyes, like the American football. I'd mm-hmm. say that's a sport I follow. So those two sports probably dominate what I follow the most. Uh, okay. Apart from that, I do follow baseball. I watch the games, but it's not as I don't. It's not as religiously driven as the first two sports I mentioned. Uh, uh, I do follow like cricket. I do follow uh, tennis, uh, basketball. But again, those are not as dominated as like. Liverpool and Ohio State football, you know. And um, I think watching a sport is a different sensation or a different feeling than playing a sport. Watching a sport, I think it's because like, I'm attached to certain things. Like Ohio State is because I went to school there. I think it defines a lot of my identity. I'm attached to it as a person, right? So Ohio State football brings back the attachments and I live it through the football. Liverpool, because when I was a child, that was the team I picked. And all my friends and I were our conversations about these teams. You know, like, that's right. the thing I remember most from my childhood with my friends is this football conversations because I was a Liverpool fan. My other friends are Man United fans or Chelsea fans or Arsenal fans, right? So it's that attachment you've created, I think I've created to this watching a sport. But playing a sport is completely different. You know, playing a sport is like, I, I in fact, don't think it's the same at all. You know, like, right. You know what I mean? You're the ones taking the decision. You're the ones pushing. Yeah, it's, no, it's not like like uh, a good example is, um, like the spin triathlon. I don't really know who the best sprint or the best triathletes in the world are. I don't really follow mm. it. You know, it's just more for like how I to learn more about myself. Mm. And whereas in football with Liverpool, I play it. I don't actually I follow it, but I don't play football. Like I don't follow it, like or soccer in the North American context. I don't really follow. I don't play it as much, right? It's because of the attachments I have to that football club that I follow it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to distinguish these two, and that's how I distinguish in my head: is watching a sport is like uh, attachments, memories, and all those things. As playing a sport is like I think like physical curiosity, mental curiosity, emotional curiosity to figure out what I'm feeling, how I feel when I'm tested. And which so, which one do you prefer prefer the most? Like, do you have a preference at all? Like, you can do like prefer each, both of them equally, but like, do you have a preference at all? Do you enjoy playing? I, I enjoy playing more? way more than watching. That's why I think when I watch baseball and I love and I, my Yankees are my favorite team in baseball, I cannot watch the whole season. You know, I just can't because like for me, it's just I want to be playing there. You know, right. Whereas with with soccer or Liverpool football, like I know I can like I, I think deep down like I don't have. That curiosity to go play that I'm actually I still want to play it, but I just think it's more the attachment of the memories it's created for me. Like I think if, if the Yankees or let's say if uh, another sports team I follow is uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets in hockey, if they create enough, I think attachments and memories for me, like I think I'll follow them religiously. I think I think the inability to detach from Liverpool and Ohio State football is why I continue to watch these teams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think I mean. This could be like a revelation for many, but like, or like, or very sh- I don't know if it's, sh- it's like sh- shallow or something, but this is, how, this is how it is, I think, for me, you know? Yeah, dude, I, I think we had this conversation before. Not everyone is like a hyper-rationalist or a realist. Yeah. So yeah. it makes sense. Deep down, others might like not even put in words why uh, they are even following certain like teams or whatever yeah. it is. But it boils down to what we are saying. It might be different for different people, but if that's for you, it mm-hmm. absolutely makes sense. That's that's why you're following yeah. it. Might be a childhood memory. Yeah, I will say that though. Like when you pick a sports team to follow, like so Ohio State has happened because I went to school there. But I still don't know why I picked Liverpool. It's just a feeling I got, you know. But I, I wish 
maybe I should spend some time like figuring the feeling of why I picked that team. But uh, I don't know, I can't explain it. Why I picked Liverpool. And the same with the Yankees, same with the Blue Jays. It's just like you just feel, you know, you just feel. It's like, and I think that is something similar to playing a sport. Like why you picked a sports team is similar to why you, why I play a sport. It's because as a curiosity, like it's just, you're driven to it, your curiosity drives you to it. And then you're emotionally and mentally like, you're like, okay, I'm there. I feel good, you know? You know what I mean? I think, I think that's what drives, but why? But to go back to it, like, why I continue to follow these teams because I'm attached to it, right? But why, uh, why I followed them in the first place is curiosity what led me there. And I don't know why I, I picked these teams. I still can't explain to anyone. It just felt okay, you know? You know? Makes sense. Makes you know? sense, Jack. No, Maybe this is too that, philosophical in ways, but... I, no, I, no. But this no, is how I feel, you know? But yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it makes sense. Like, if I had to think about, like, one of the teams, one of the, like, sports person, like, I could... I resonated so much with Kobe Bryant when I was yeah. younger and the Lakers and like how the work kind of work ethic that he put yeah. in playing. So I, even I started playing basketball when I was like in sixth grade and I like, I was religiously like a Kobe fan. Uh, yeah. So, so like, if you ask me like back then, like, hmm, like why would you, I think Kobe, I could relate to Kobe a lot more on where I yeah. think from like his perspective. I think that's why I, I still like the Lakers, but, it's the Kobe's Lakers that I love the most. Like, yeah. It's gone right now, you know? So it, it makes sense. You have to go back in time to see like where it all started to understand why you like that team. And that yeah. would have been long past you right now. Like the team might have yeah. changed, but still that affinity yeah. that you have when you're younger carries yeah. on. It's a curiosity that leads you, like, for example, like, why do you try, why do you want to run? Why do you want to I don't know, swim? Why do you want to... It's just like, I think it's curiosity that leads you there. And then you stick to it because maybe you have attachments to it, right? And... For me, my attachment to playing a sport is I'm still curious to figure out how I feel, like how my body feels. And that's my attachment to it. Like, I, I, that's the only place I can feel. I think I can feel those things, you know. But why I went there, it's curiosity, you know. Fair, yeah. fair. So, I, I think, think that's why some people go into art and some people go into sports, right? Like, yeah, it's like a difference, right? Yeah. They might resonate to whatever that, that is that you're doing, doing, right? Yeah. Maybe the psychological studies explaining this, I don't know, but I just haven't ever researched into it. It's just like, like, I just think curiosity leads you to these things and that's it. Mm. I think, yeah, the, the world is so wide open to thinking about yeah. that. There's a lot of things which we'll have to try, try to know whether we like it or not, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, I want to briefly touch upon with what you mentioned about the, the sports teaching you a mm. lot more, right? I think there have been some aspects that sports would have taught you by just watching it and there'll be certain aspects that would have taught you by like actually playing. So mm. can you share some of the key learnings that you had, like, you know, by playing sports? I know you played a ton of them. Yeah. So I, a good example is when I think when Ohio State plays American football, I get extremely nervous watching them play, you know, because I have no control on what the outcome is. I have no control how the guy is going to throw the ball, how the guy is going to block the ball. Like I have extremely no control, right? So when I'm watching the team, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to end. This is going to end, you know? And that's why I realized, like, when I'm playing a sport, I know I'm in control of what I can do, right? And I think that's, like, a one difference. The one thing I learned is when you're playing a sport, you actually know what you're in control of. I think once I accepted it, it just became a lot more easier to play a sport, you know? Or to, or to focus on things you can learn from playing a sport rather than 
the uh, anxiety that comes to playing or watching a sport, right? Like when Liverpool plays sport, like I'm so nervous every game because I, I'm not good at playing soccer, you know? Like I'm, I'm not the one playing in the field. But if I was the one playing in the field, I think I'll have different worries than like Liverpool with like, then what I'm like, what I'm as a fan, right? Like I'll have, um, like, a, like a good example, like I'm trying to think of another one is like, is that I know I'm in control of more things than just being a spectator. You know, and I think that's something I learned is when you play a sport, you realize how much in control you can be. And I think that's a life lesson I've learned is just to worry about things you can control and not you can not, and you cannot control is finding the distinguishing factor or the difference between watching and playing sport is knowing control and what you cannot control. And that's a life lesson I think I've taken. The the second thing I think I've learned from watching and playing a sport, the difference I'm saying like between watching and playing a sport is um is to see how physically you feel, you know? And I think when we all get anxiety and stress and difficult times in life, I think it's important to figure out how you physically feel. You know, like, what is it that, like, like are you, is your leg hurting? Is your mind, I don't know if your mind's hurting, your heart's hurting. So when you're watching a sport, physically, like, I don't feel that hurt. It's just like mentally and emotionally I'm drained, right? Whereas when I'm playing a sport, like physically you're drained, like you're like, oh, my legs hurt, my, my arms hurt. And what I've noticed is when I feel physically drained, I don't have the capacity to think about mental and emotional stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I've realized is that whenever I'm anxious or stressed, that's why I do physical activity is because it drives me away from that stress or the anxiety. You know? and, and you have you have the help of endorphins and uh, yeah, yeah. as well, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's when I realized, like, I think, like, is that everything which is like, like a lot of things is happening in your head, like in like in a football game, you're watching, like, oh, what did this happen? That happens, that happens. But when you're playing it, you feel you have less time to think about it. You know what I mean? And that's when I realized that the second life lesson is to literally step out of your head and act physically. Like, how do I feel physically at this moment? What am I doing? Like when I move my hand, how do I feel? You know, instead of being like, I'm going to live in my head and drain myself emotionally, mentally. So those two life lessons, I think I've learned from watching, watching a sport versus playing a sport. Right. No, that, that, yeah, that's, that's true. I haven't think about it that way, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's a team that you love. Yeah. It becomes too hard to see. You have no control over it, but you want them to win. It's emotional uh, and mental, like you're drained. But physically, you're not drained at all, you know. I, you I know? remember those cricket matches when I used to yeah. watch when I was very young, younger yeah. in the day. You weren't like, how can you miss that catch at this point in time? Like, you know, yeah. you, miss, you know, yeah. You and I, I mean now, it's a question you can ask yourself, you know, what drains you more? Physical, like what hurts more? Not drains you, what hurts more? I think mental pain hurts more. Right? Like I think it's harder to overcome than physical pain. Especially when you have a tablet, you can ice it, you can move on. Mental pain, I mean. It, re- it recovers. We, yeah, we need to really learn. Yeah, we need to learn, reflect, meditate for some people. You know. And it's hard. People don't know how to, like. Yeah. Yeah. You, psycho- like psychiatrists and counselors are so weak. Like, yeah. It's hard. People, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. It's way much harder to, like, it's a, less, it's more the subjective. mental pain. It's more subjective than objective, right? Yeah. That's why I think. 
that's what i've learned is like when i'm physically draining myself i'm mentally no pain at all you know and then i realized like okay all i'm thinking my head is in my head that's it like sorry mm. i'm out in the world only when i act i will know what's in the world you know? that's an interesting way to yeah. think mm. makes sense no that's 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 a food for thought man that makes sense yeah. mental mental pain is definitely way harder to take yeah. uh especially with sports now at this point in time i'm like i don't have particularly any favorites i like yeah. enjoying the sport for the sport i enjoy watching f1 it's just that sheer yeah. competition of like people like gracing themselves and the yeah. strategy that they use i love that and even nba like so i think that has made the whole sport watching the sport enjoyable for me yeah stressful but thinking about that yeah like if i have a favorite team i'd be devastated to see them lose <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's attachment you developed right over the time yeah you have everything right why didn't you win you know what yeah. i mean so, so yeah and it's the same but, thing like at work and you know, we can take life lessons from this like you're like you're always like oh, why is the person doing this why is the person like yelling at me why is this person doing this and we get stressed right but then you realize like we can't really control anything it's like it's like watching a football team like we can't really control anything that's happening to the other person you know like am i going to play if i if i right now if i jump and yell will it affect them probably not maybe if i'm in the stadium maybe yes but probably not you know because i'm a fan you know so far away you know but you still don't know what the other person's going to do you still know who's going to score the first goal you know that's why all this predictions and stuff you know like i say everyone takes it as a grain of salt right like no one can predict who's going to win the world cup people can try to predict but no one like is certain that's what's going to happen right Sure. But I don't know why we can't just take these lessons into real life and be like, if I can't control it, why do I have to predict what the outcome is? Or why don't I just mentally accept that that's not what probably won't happen? You know? All these, all these stuff seems extremely simple, dude. Yeah. And these are simple. You don't need to complicate things. Life is simple, yeah. but it's so hard to. It like is hard. This, you know, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like what I can think of what you said is like okay. you can only change the things that you control everything yeah. else you can't change just leave yeah. for it's so simple but it's like yeah. so freaking hard you know yeah. what i mean uh, and yeah. and you can the easiest thing to change everything yourself right like like and that's when you play you hit the tennis ball you're like okay, if i move my hand this way i'll probably miss the ball you can learn that lesson but like when you watch somebody like why is he hitting this way you can't really, like you can you go and move his body you can't you know yeah. so that's like, i think this is just a food for thought you know like life lessons to learn from sports you know Yeah. Yeah, find something that you do like like to do rather than just watch. That's way better because you have more control over how to yeah. do and like how to proceed. And uh, I I personally don't like being inspected, man. It's like uh, like uh I'm think I'm one of the very few sports fans who likes going watching like sports in a stadium. Like I I don't mind it. I'll do it once in a while, but I'd rather be playing the sport in the stadium, you know. Because yeah. I just feel like I can't control these guys, you know. Like, what's going on? I'm like, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Even like, I can think about like how I run. Like, I've I've improved my running a lot in the last yeah. year. Yeah, I I could not do it for anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. But like, ah, uh, these pro athletes are like way better, and like, I think they are gifted genetically mm-hmm. and also like, you know, uh, every way else for them to like perform really well. Uh, yeah. Uh, in that particular sport, but yeah, that, that makes sense. that's that's interesting that's interesting so that was a really you know good conversation and lot lot more lot lot i think i'll take back to address uh, to think about and introspect on yeah. uh, so just going forward like i just want to talk like beyond triathlon like what all do you play i know you play a bunch of other sports uh, yeah yeah uh, 
how um, many do you play anything regularly like on every week basis yeah so this this summer i played uh, tennis and softball every week like softballs like uh, underarm version of baseballs so i played those two tennis twice a week softball twice a week i was also playing a uh, uh soccer like once a month and then i was playing uh like basketball here and there but then i went to start the triathlon i'm just been focused on the the, the sprint triathlon for i think uh when i get done with my sprint race i think i'll train more in january i think i might start playing basketball again mm-hmm. for like two three months you know just or i'm actually really curious to try boxing you know like just go to the gym and see how it feels to box um good. try that out boxing is good uh, yeah but uh, i always tell people if anyone wants to go play a sport like like i'll really try to make time to go play a sport somewhere you know like i really means a lot to like go and play you know like uh and uh, i think with the winter now like the probably the best options are hockey and uh um points hockey they are indoor basketball you know so uh, i need to learn how to skate to play hockey so i'm still not curious to try it so so i'm going to probably try gravitate more towards basketball so right and you know what like a really good uh sport to take up during winter is like boxing so i I've, i've been going more thai for like 3 months now yeah, i think yeah. i started in june i guess like it's 3 yeah. 3 4 months now completely enjoying it man yeah. completely enjoying it like it's it's so yeah. much uh yeah i think yeah it's it's good so it's been it's been helping me a lot uh yeah. to do like since it's indoor uh yeah. i would definitely want to catch up on basketball as well i hope you get a chance to play sometime soon yeah cool. yeah you know play. one thing i will say is that i've been very fortunate that my parents really encouraged me to play sports you know um i i mean we are both indian so i mean i'm not sure if you can relate to this but growing up in a very indian society like a lot of my friends parents encouraged them to be more focused on academics to get ahead in life but my parents never forced me to stick to um just studying you know they are like my mom in fact my mom always a good play this for go try this go try this go try this you know and i always come with a participation certificate and she be happy she's like i tried it you know and i think i think and and i think that environment where my parents fostered my uh my curiosity to go play sport i think started all these things i would be like i think it's very important because i think sports really taught me life lessons and i think if i could really tell if anyone if i get anyone a takeaway like I mean, what life lessons can you learn by playing a sport you know and and reflect on it and see what you feel you know what makes you think about what it makes you feel the moment and what you can learn from it to grow as a person because oftentimes i think we're doing things living i think it's subconsciously the right term you know or blindly for some in for me sometimes using blind actions without really thinking what you can learn or what you're doing and i think sports is where i can consciously learn like could be physically interactive mentally interactive emotionally interactive right mm-hmm. and i think that's a good place to learn that's and i think that's a primary takeaway is what life lessons can you learn by putting all three things of a like a life element three life elements into one place and what you can do with it nice nice i, I love that i love the yeah. whole peace being of gratitude to your parents who like set you on yeah. this journey and then like you know learning life lessons for i totally related to you as well yeah. i've i've learned about teamwork a lot more from playing sports than yeah. ever in yeah. real life you yeah. know when shit hits the fan like how can you muster all the courage to, yeah. like, you know do do stuff so i i hear you i hear you so yeah. that's great man i i i'll really love this conversation on sports is there anything else that you want to just touch upon uh, yeah 
with your love of sports before before we end end our session here yeah i know i spoke about two primary things about like the mind body soul and to learn about what you can control what you cannot control i've been the primary things i think about like and motivate me to uh play sport but i think also i've learned other things like you said like teamwork uh, discipline um i've also learned about like i think uh, one thing is like i'd i'd say is is um is a concept of like really like um being like um respectful of uh, uh an environment in playing a sport because when you play a sport you're on a set of rules you know and uh for uh in life when you go to like for example when you go into work you have a set of rules you know to follow so you have to like follow it a certain environment when you go into uh, let's say a relationship or like let's say when you live in a building you have rules of the building or or in a country with laws right and i think playing a sport actually like helps you learn how to succeed with certain rules or laws sports laws right so for example to be a best basketball player you have certain rules you have to follow to play and you get it so i think it's really learned respect i've learned the value of respect a lot from it like how do you respect someone else in the same environment like you but also how do you respect the environment itself like there are laws there are there are like like don't i don't know, don't drink and drive that's a big law right that don't go and murder someone right so from sports like using the, the law of respect or like respecting the laws and sports i think i've learned to incorporate that into life lessons as well you know? nice nice make make sense make sense yeah. absolutely but absolutely uh, i'm curious you know what you want to talk about you know in the next one because uh you know we talked about sports this one and we talked about long distance running last time but uh uh just for the next episode are there is anything particular you want to touch upon before we end this one i think i, I want to talk about uh, a book that i read uh, yeah. a, a book that i could resonate a lot with it's called mindset by carol okay. work okay uh, she's like a stanford professor who does, did research on like the growth mindset yeah. uh so i think i've been when i was younger growing up like i was beating myself up i i could resonate a lot with what uh carol duck mentions about the growth mindset and how mm-hmm. like you're always trying to learn like you, you really don't care if you make uh, make a fault or whatever right you you see you understand that being the first step of like going forward so i've had this mindset but when i see others not having this mindset i've always beaten myself up a lot uh mm-hmm. <laughs> for cultivating this mindset so i just want to talk uh a little bit about or say like what i think about the mindset book and how 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 that has worked well in my life uh, yeah. and and also like just just talk about what quelled work mentions in our book like just maybe like a book review or like share yeah. what what the book mentions about the whole mindset thing uh, and discuss with you on that so i'm like really looking forward to that conversation yeah and it's good i also read that book and it's changed my life uh, i would say for the better in my opinion so i'm curious to know what you think about it and maybe maybe uh, interesting to see what uh, and uh, it's compared to what i learned you know so be nice absolutely absolutely uh, i'm looking forward to that conversation next month and i'm really excited like by next month this time you would have completed your triathlon so Trend triathlon uh, yeah, just yeah. yeah so it'd be like good actually like, i want december 11th right so i don't know if you'll be done by then maybe maybe we'll figure it out we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but next yeah. next month this time it's now on 14th right so it's yeah. it's all already like uh, month from now yeah. completed Yeah. you have completed uh, your run so it'd be a triathlon so it'd be good to talk about that as well sure. but i really enjoyed this conversation sab uh, thanks for sharing your love for sports and uh, looking forward to the next one thanks for that appreciate it take care take care man bye 
Thanks for listening, folks. Reach out to us at curiouscuriosity at gmail.com for comments and feedback. See you in the next one.